Welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families Podcast. We are your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, the founders of Blended Kingdom Families. Our ministry serves to equip marriages, unite families, and ignite faith so that you can flourish an abundant kingdom life. We pray that our podcast blesses you today. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families. At BKF, we believe now is the time to change the modern day interpretation of the blended family. Absolutely, you guys. As a blended family ourselves, God laid it on our hearts to build a ministry that helps support blended families by equipping your marriage, uniting the family unit, and igniting your faith. Our mission is that you would be touched by God and experience His goodness through this ministry, that your family would have practical skills, resources, and tools to help you live that abundant, blended life. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families. We are so excited that you are here with us. We have some amazing, amazing friends with us today. Sarah and Josh Hurley, we are so excited that you're here, excited to hear your story, and uh, love what you guys are doing in the Your Family and Blended Families. Yes, you guys. So Sarah and Josh, we actually met in our class that we teach at Gateway and just sparked a friendship and we're just so incredibly thankful for you guys to come on, share your story, and just give some wisdom and nuggets um, about being blended. But first, a little bit about Sarah. Sarah is a licensed energy medicine practitioner, um, specifically holistic, mm -hmm. and you are also the author of a workbook for children called Heal Your Feelings, and this is to help them understand their feelings and the mind and the body connection. Mm -hmm. Yes, and then Josh, Sarah's amazing husband. Um, Josh is in sales. He is a pro skateboarder, you guys. Um, we don't know if he's quite connected to Hurley, you know, Hurley skateboarding, but we're, we're gonna find that out. Um, Josh is also a mentor working with the youth to help them overcome obstacles and understand the, understand the power of choice. And together, um, Josh and Sarah have a nonprofit called Switch Life, and that was born out of a combined passion for you guys to just help serve kids and youth at risk. Right. Right, right. so. You guys have been married for Three years? Almost three. Um, almost yes. three. Almost three. Getting close. October. Yeah. yeah. And uh, five children together. Yes. Ranging from 25 to nine. So yeah. first, just tell us about your blended family story. Just tell us your story. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. So uh, Sarah and I met at a taco shop. It was our first date. And uh, it was wild because... I kept trying to ask her out and I kept getting kind of the cold shoulder <laughs> and really no response. And all of a sudden I, I posted a skateboarding video at Roanoke Skate Park right next to her uh, used to be house. And she's like, hey, that's right by my house. Got a little message and I kind of lit up. I don't know where I was, I was in my car, maybe something um, off in the middle of nowhere. And I was just super hyped up. And so I messaged her and I said, yeah, let's do lunch. And <laughs> I thought she was like not going to respond or whatever again. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, let's meet at Fuzzies. And I was like, yes. And love uh, Fuzzies. <laughs> yeah, I love Fuzzies too. And uh, so we uh, started talking about each other, um, getting to know each other. And uh, so I come to find out she's got four amazing kids. 
Mm-hmm. Um, kind of told her about um, my story of recovery and that I had a son named Flip. Um, and so we have five awesome kids and all different personality types. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just really kind of have started to figure out after the last four years we've known each other, mm-hmm. how to have that formula that yeah. seems to work. Mm-hmm. And it's taken us uh, yeah. a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to yeah. get to where we are now, so. Yeah. Well, tell us more about your, your nonprofit, Switch Life. So how, how was it born? Oh, uh, what is you know the details <laughs> behind that? I think it that? was born at lunch at that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. yeah. 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 I think awesome. on our first date, I was a former foster mom. So I was mm-hmm. a foster parent and I did um, therapeutic foster care for like domestic and refugee kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was my thing. And my, my practice when I went into that was all about helping kids from traumatic backgrounds and helping adults mm-hmm. with childhood trauma. And so I was talking about that and then he came from, you know, he was uh, recovered from being an alcoholic and a drug addict. And so we just started talking about this passion we had to serve kids because my prayer was always, when you're a foster mom, you only have room for so many. Yeah. And so I started saying, okay, how do show me how to serve more. Yeah. I want to serve more. I want to serve more. And so that was how. And so we kind of put his love of skateboarding. That's the thing that draws the kids in is the skateboarding right. component. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then there's mentorship that happens and there's conversations that happen and there's learning how to overcome and how to be afraid Mm. and how to fall down and get back up and all of those components that are in the program that came out of his history and my history and what we both love. And it just kind of, you know, yeah, that's everybody asked if we were going to have kids together and we're like, no, we have like 500. (laughs) (laughs) That is so awesome. I love that. I love your heart for that. Um, my, my family did foster care for uh, about 20 years. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I think it was like 40 or 50 children that come through our, our wow. house. So it's, it's a wonderful mm-hmm. ministry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I highly encourage anybody who has that capacity. There is such a need mm-hmm. uh, to love on kids. Yeah. And, and, and I love the, the skateboarding part of it, you know, because that brings in the fun aspect. It brings in yeah. the challenge aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many things that, um, that are just amazing about that ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so awesome, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. So we love what you guys present in terms of your outlook, in terms of encouragement to release control over situations that could just cannot be controlled. Yes. Uh, especially when it comes to the other parents' households and as you look at your blended family. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that when we release control is when God does the most work, yeah. is when we understand that we are not the driver uh, <laughs> and that we need to sometimes just go, you know what, God? <laughs> You're in control. I trust you. Mm-hmm. I have faith uh, in that trust, and I'm going to let you take control. Mm-hmm. We'd love to, for you to speak about and give our audience some advice on how they can release control, the feelings of anxiety, mm-hmm. and 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 then the uh, use the term worry or fear yeah. that's associated with that. Mm-hmm. So, how do people learn to release that control? <sighs> I think that's kind of a lifelong process. I think that whole like releasing of control and letting go of stuff and um, laying it down, that's almost a spiritual practice, you know, Mm. and and there's nothing like foster parenting or blended families and having to like send a kid somewhere else or let something be somewhere else that's not a way that you would have it be. Mm. There's, there's, 
nothing else like blended family life to yeah. like where you're <laughs> being forced to do that. And so I think I like to look at things as like an opportunity, an opportunity to what can I learn here? How can I be better? Show me how to grow from this trying time. And we got a lot of opportunity <laughs> to do mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah, I, it's just prayer and it's just that thing. I think the thing that always sticked with, stuck with me as like a foster mom and then even in this is that God loves our kids more than we love our kids. I mean, he mm -hmm. just does. And so if we just trust the divine plan for each one of our kids and we just allow that to unfold and get out of the way and let God work, even though if it doesn't look the way, it doesn't look the way we think it's supposed to look. Yeah. Like it mm -hmm. just doesn't. But that's, it's not our plan. It's yeah. his plan. And so when we just go, okay, you're going to be way better at doing this than I am. Cause I am really messing it up. So here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, you know, we are, Yeah. you know, and it was that story of like, you know, King Solomon in our situation, you know, there was court and there was, yeah. we just decided that we would, we didn't want to cut the baby in half. Mm. We didn't want to cut the baby in half. And so we decided that we were just going to let God have the whole baby. Mm -hmm. And then, so you know, whatever unfolded from that is what unfolded. Well, it's, it's a very, I think most blended families would understand that there's a very strong trigger mechanism that does this. Mm -hmm. So it's usually at those transitions or at those times when the children are going back to the other parent. Um, and as parents, we do have a sense of fear sometimes that, yeah. you know, we want to protect our children. And we want to, the easiest way we know to protect them is when they're under our roof. So... The one thing that I love about just the idea and the, the, the specific action of trusting God in this is that you know exactly when it's going to happen, yeah. is when that transition is going on. And you're looking at this going, okay, I have to release. I have to trust God. This is the moment when I have to uh, grow. So mm -hmm. there's a very specific point in time when you can do that and take advantage of those opportunities, just like you said, to trust God, yeah. to sit back, to be in prayer, to be in, um, in, uh, in, in obedience to that. He's way better at it than I am. <laughs> he's way better at it than I am. You know, he says it's because I'm the mama, but he, <laughs> he's way better. Yeah. There's a, there's a patience attribute to it. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I think for me, uh, being a skateboarder and it's not like I'm throwing a ball that most people mm -hmm. can physically do easily if they have, you know, two hands or even one hand, they can throw the ball. Um, falling and getting back up's just been embedded in my mentality from skateboarding. So mm. I, th I think really that has, has grew itself as a component. That's why this, this switch life thing we're doing mm. um, has such a huge uh, attractant uh, with the skateboarding, it's yeah. because it's not easy, mm -hmm. you know, so families blending, not easy. Yeah. And when, when you kind of have that mentality of falling and failing over and over just to get that result of rolling away and succeeding, mm. it's already embedded in me. So I think that's awesome. really what it comes down to is mm -hmm. patience. Yeah. Well, so it's one of the fruits for a reason. Absolutely. That is so prophetic, too. I was yeah. sitting there like, Where did that come wow. from? Yeah. That well, was wild. And you know, uniquely, you know, with blended families, you may not always share a lot in common with yeah. each other, especially as divorced spouses. 
But one thing that this topic brings up is it's one of the most universal feelings that both parents feel. Mm-hmm. So it's the, it's the one thing that you may be able to connect to your ex-spouse on mm. because you're both, you both feel that. Mm-hmm. Now, whether you talk about it or you want to admit that to your uh, ex-spouse mm-hmm. is, is another thing, but it is a commonality that you will experience mm-hmm. together because they probably feel the same way. Mm-hmm. They want to love their child. They want to protect their child. Mm-hmm. And when they're with you, you may feel that instant feeling of, oh, okay, they're with me. I know they're safe. Right. But they feel the same thing that you felt when they, when they left. Mm-hmm. So it's an opportunity to, to connect with your ex-spouse on that subject too. It may not be very comfortable, but it is one that you share together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you guys, can you share with us a little bit how your surrender to God in your marriage and in your blended family um, has impacted the way that you co-parent with your exes um, and how you've seen this affect your children in the process? You know, I think our whole relationship has been surrender. I mean, we didn't intend to be together. We were very set on being single and not remarrying and raising our kids. And there was, I mean, God said, this is your person. I mean, he called me the night after we met. He's like, we have work to do together. Like we're supposed to be together. And I said, I don't want to. And he said, me neither, but I don't think we have a choice. And everybody thought we had lost our minds. Everybody thought, I mean, this was, looks like us, including us. (laughs) So it was this obedience and this knowing, and it was so hard. So much of it was so hard. And so the whole thing has been about surrender and Mm -hmm. following God's will and going hard places. And we've been through some tough stuff. I mean, tough stuff that really almost broke us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was this obedience and this like following what he wanted us to do and going where we were going. And so I think we've kind of almost modeled that for our kids, you know, and this obedience and then just going where you're led and going where you're called. And we've also, I think I learned from you guys, it was that whole, um, praying for the ex-spouse and praying mm-hmm. for other people and, and being in that place of loving people that might feel like an enemy. And that's really been powerful, Mm -hmm. I think. I think that's been, for me, yeah, powerful. (laughs) (laughs) It was a a challenge, you know, in the the beginning of our uh, blender cycle. um, (laughs) It was, you know, I, I remember nights just literally almost at tears, like, but alone, just kind of going, is this going to work, you know? And it was like, to a point where uh, I was questioning, you know, the the calling. Mm. And um, something had to change. And I think that it was finally when the surrender came on, on your part, um, because my son's tough. Uh, the emotions. Um, he's he's very loving and very tender, and uh, uh, that brings on explosions at at some points. Mm-hmm. And so for her, not being that uh, not being that 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 bio parent or having that longevity in my son's life, it was mm-hmm. it was tough, um, and I didn't know the formula to be able to fix it. And I kept trying to understand or try to understand what you're going through. And 
I, I, I think that point of praying for mm. the other spouse is really where mm. it, it uh, came into play. And then all of a sudden it starts to unfold that she's kind of backing off and, and surrendering some of the things that mm. she can't control. That's good. And, yeah. That's so good. We'll, one of the things that, that maybe the audience is asking, and, and, I, and I definitely want to give them some very practical tips on this, the concept of surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, I think by the depth of your relationship, uh, the depth of your maturity in Christ, mm-hmm. probably means different things. Uh, and, it, and it can be manifested in different ways. For people who really don't understand how to practice surrender, mm-hmm. what would you tell them, like, this is maybe how you start. Yeah. Uh, and this is what that looks like. This is how you start walking, <laughs> walking one step in obedience to surrender. What is that? It's at, on a practical level. It's I think it's the first thing is like, just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes mm. just, you mm. know, not everything has to be said. Not everything is an emergency that has to be handled. Sleep on it. Allow it to, to marinate overnight. See if you still feel the same way the next day. A lot of, you know, our stuff was me. I wanted him to do something a certain way and I wasn't stepping back and allowing him to handle things. Mm -hmm. And he's very wise. He's so, Josh is so wise about how he he handles people with that patience component that I sometimes lack. And he just, I just kept my mouth shut. I learned how to just stop, Mm -hmm. you know, not say it choke the words out whatever and back off and let him let this be his and let him have ownership of this because he was doing just fine before I showed up. Mm. You know, he didn't need me to tell him how to manage this side of his life. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's a real I think practical thing is just mm-hmm. that, you know, um having another group of stepmoms Mm-hmm. that I can vent to and talk with. I mean, those are my sisters. Mm-hmm. And so those women and that community that I built, I can talk to them about things that, because sometimes I think in blended families, the husband will feel attacked. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're coming at him with this stuff that's that's on your heart or he'll feel helpless and then it, it brings up all of these other feelings. And so having people to talk to that are in the same boat, yeah. reading books, watching podcasts, understanding that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. I think that allows you to go, oh, hey, I don't, it, this is, this isn't mine. Everybody else is having the same experience. I can just let this go or I can speak it through in an appropriate place and be heard and leave it. Mm-hmm. Josh, what do you think? What, what is that practice of surrender for you? I had my first like epic surrender moment uh, in 2011, February 21st. I was picking my son up out of his crib. Uh, his mom was at work. It was daddy day, you know, and uh, I was going to change his diaper. And the Holy Spirit just came over me and was like, all right, you've got a, you've got a, a, a position here to play as a father and uh, you're out of control with your drinking and you have you have free will and you're going to choose whether you're going to keep drinking tonight or whether you're going to change your life completely. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a choice that's going to dramatically change your life forever. Wow. And I was just like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I surrendered it and I had my son in my arms. I was crying. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't like mm-hmm. Josh Hurley is an alcoholic. I'm an addict and 
I don't have a DWI, I'm not a felon, yeah. like, I got this. And so that, that, that moment of surrender, I hadn't ever done in my life. Like I was just completely self-absorbed. It was my way and that's the way life was. And uh, so for me, when I just let it go and I said, I can't, whatever, whatever this is, this Holy Spirit can just move in, take over, take control of it, uh, but help me eliminate it if that's what I'm supposed to do. Wow. And, and so, so 2011, I learned what my grandmother and what my parents and like everybody that are faith-filled in my family mm-hmm. had been talking about, about the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and, and what, that, what that channel to the Creator really is. So it's amazing. Josh, I can imagine. I haven't had an urge. Yeah. <laughs> be 10 Josh, years. That's next amazing. Year. Yeah. That is awesome. And I can imagine there, there's somebody who's going to watch this that's, that's in that position. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's somebody who is facing addiction. There's somebody who is just on the brink mm-hmm. of, of just not controlling mm-hmm. and, and yep. not um, and basically subsiding to this. What would you tell them mm-hmm. as they're maybe looking at their young son or maybe they're looking at their teenage daughter or whatever that is that's the strongest love that they see but they're held by addiction. What would you tell them? I would, I would let them know that you don't have control over the addiction because it's Satan's tool. Um, so what you need to do is you need to surrender it. Um, and it sounds like something that, that in an addict's head is undoable, but it's, it's exactly that. You can't undo it. And it has to be something that uh, is a choice. And the only choice is to surrender it. Uh, I've, I never needed AA. I never needed NA. Uh, I needed to understand the power that, that surrounds us. And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. So everything is negative and positive out of a choice. Like there's only two ways one choice can go. Um, and if the choice is yours, then that's the free will that the Creator's given us. Um, so it, some people need NA, some people need AA, and some people just need one good reason. And I felt like my life was that one good reason, and I didn't have uh, my biological father in my life because he chose a route of addiction. And what I look at is selfishness, um, so I never had a relationship. And that day I just decided I'm not gonna do that to my son. So whatever I have to do, which was the surrender, mm-hmm. uh, was my choice. And I made it and I'm so thankful because my son's awesome. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't be the man that I am right now had I not made that surrender and then met my wife to be able to take us to the point where we're able to use our story and the tools God's given us to be able to change lives. So it's, it's huge. And if you're there, I've been there. And if I can do it, you can do it. I love the story. Yep. Incredible. It just reminds me when you were talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, really without the Holy Spirit, we're powerless. Yeah. And when he is in us, we're, it's like we have that supernatural power. And so I love that. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah, and what was, what was hard for me 
was that I always grew up knowing about it mm -hmm. and hearing about it. And I never like knew it would be that powerful and, and what it was. So now I understand that it's a spirit that, that wraps the whole world, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that's, that's like, mm -hmm. once you experience it, like, I feel like you've got like a Superman cape yes. on. You're like, whoa, life is like, it's really like this. Uh, awesome. And it's hard because you can't visualize it, yeah. which further lets you know that it's a relationship with the Creator. Hey friends, we hope that this episode is blessing your socks off right now. And we just wanna take an opportunity to talk about partnering together. If Blended Kingdom Families has touched your marriage and touched your blended family in some way, we'd love to partner with you. At Blended Kingdom Families, we're trying to reach as many blended families as possible. And we can do more with your support. So please take an opportunity to visit blendedkingdomfamilies.com and click partner. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. You guys, we just wanted to ask your advice or your opinion. So the ministry is called Blended Kingdom Families. So what is your thought or what is a blended kingdom family to you? I think we did a good job in the beginning of prioritizing, right? I mean, so we put God first, ourselves second, our marriage next, our kids. And so we really got tight on our priorities. And so when we make decisions, we're faced with things, we're always referring back to that. And, um, you know, it's always, it's built on this foundation of faith. And then this comes next and this comes next and this comes next. And it helps us keep everything structured in a way and make hopefully the best decisions for our family kind of based on that hierarchy. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Love that. Guys, we have loved having you here um, and, yeah. and love your testimony, love your story. Um, I'm going to get a cape just, now. Yeah. <laughs> just awesome. Holy I'm so excited. Cape. Guys, thank you all so much for, for tuning in with us. We're so uh, thankful for Sarah and Josh and their story. We hope you guys have an amazing day and be blessed. BKF community, we want to hear from you guys. If you would take the time to leave us a review and you can find us on all social media platforms. Our podcast is like on every podcast platform and you can visit us at our website at www.blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Yeah, guys, we're trying to reach every blended family all over the world and we can't do this without your partnership. So please take a minute, like, share, comment, review, tell your friends. Tell them they can all go to blendedkingdomfamilies.com for great resources.